Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, mate. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. The sun is shining. I have managed to dig out my positivity pants, but I've oh, been good. a hormonal mess for the last four days. <laughs> do you know what? I'm the same. Like, oh I don't... Do you get really bad? Like, I get really bad moods around my period now. Like, I never, ever used to. I thought it was after having kids, but speaking to friends, I think it just comes with age. Oh, great. No, I'm exactly the same. I've literally just recorded a few stories on it now, just saying that before I had the kids, or at least in my sort of 20s, early 30s, I never really got any PMT. So when my friends used to talk to me about it, I obviously had a lot of sympathy, but I didn't really understand what happened. And yeah, I'm really, really going through it. And actually, I know when I'm about to come on, because two days before, there's a lot of crying, a lot of frustration. I feel really like scratchy and snappy and a bit like just pissed off with everything basically yes are you the same yeah oh my god I'm exactly the same Mm. I just feel the only way I just feel aggy yes I just feel like aggy I can't shake it Mm. it's really weird and Mm. yeah I went for a run this morning and I'm I'm okay now but it was more it was more like the beginning of last week yeah I just felt aggy and like I don't know just frustrated Frustrated. about nothing well it's a real thing it is it is a real thing and loads of women I know suffer from it quite badly Um, and then of course you get kind of all the physical attributes to it like hormonal spots and the stomach and stuff like that but I I never I never I genuinely never got it before but I think since being on my HRT it's got quite a lot worse because it's not even a real bleed it's like a fake bleed that I get so it's it's weird but anyway apart from that all good Good. I'm you glad. all good? How's Judgy yeah, James? I'm okay. Judgy James, oh, annoying me today, but you know, what's <laughs> new? <laughs> anyway, like, yeah, it's fine. No, he's not fine. He's annoying. Although I, I said to you earlier, I was like, oh no, the internet's broken and now I need to speak to him. That is yeah. really annoying. Good for one thing, hey, George. Yeah, good for one thing, sorting out internet. 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 Um, well, we've got a really exciting chat today because um, this is a conversation that we recorded um, a couple of weeks back in collaboration with the Baby Show. Um, but we have been sort of holding out to, to, to put it up on our platform. Binky Felstead, obviously somebody that we've watched 
for a really long time were made in Chelsea, right? Yeah, and sort of just grow up on our screens, like from a young, single, 20-something to now about to be a mother of two, yes. about to get married. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a really exciting time for her. Um, and do you know what? Again, just someone who came on the podcast, s- opened up, said what they thought and was just like having a chat with a mate. And that is what we want on here. <laughs> yeah, and and she also talks really honestly about her experience uh, with miscarriage. It's yeah. obviously something she's spoken about on her socials before, but obviously, you know, uh, a bit of a sort of trigger warning. It might be it might be a bit upsetting for some people, but do you know what? I think she spoke about it in a really honest and raw way. And I, yes. I, I re- we both really appreciated that, didn't we? So yeah, let's get into did. it. Who are we chatting to today? Today, we're chatting to Binky. This is exciting. So we are so, so thrilled to be sitting down with this amazing woman today in collaboration with The Baby Show, uh, somebody that we've been watching on our screens for a long time now. Um, (laughs) It's been a while. An entrepreneur, um, a fitness fanatic, uh, a mum to India. She's pregnant with her second baby. Today we are chatting to the wonderful Binky Felstead. Hello. Very excited to be talking to you guys. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's, we Thank got the pink memo. On. Oh, got, yeah, pink. I'm loving the pink memo, which we didn't plan, but it just worked out pretty well, hasn't it? <laughs> it has, exactly. <laughs> How are you? How's this year been for you? And all yeah, that kind of um, I'm fine. Um, pretty tired, a bit achy. I feel like the second time round, things are shifting way quicker. Like the back, my lower back is pretty. Like I'm, I'm actually like waddling around now. Um, I think having a toddler uh, picking up and like looking after and running after doesn't help the tiredness um, this time round. But apart from that, I'm, I'm, I've actually, I think lockdown's been um, good in some ways because I'm loving not having to get dressed up, not having to socialise all the time. Um, being able to like just chill take my time wear I've been wearing the same clothes every day and I'm really I'm, I'm kind of freaking out about everyone being everything being open again I'm looking forward to it obviously but I'm, I'm kind of freaking out like oh god I have to th- like think of you know be social again yeah <laughs> um, absolutely yeah there's there's obviously upsides to everything but yeah there's going to be loads of people that are watching this who are pregnant for the first time and you're going through it for the second time. So how have your pregnancies been different? Because you're having a boy now, aren't you? You're having a, ba- you're having a boy. I'm having a boy, which I'm really excited about. Um, I felt way more sick this time around. I'm not sure if that's a boy thing or just I'm a little bit older and, and you know, symptoms are slightly different. But I felt a bit more sick in the first trimester, um, you know, ate every beige food under the sun in bed pretty much and I think just having a toddler already has really added to the tiredness um but I'm through the first trimester in the second trimester I'm way more active this pregnancy um I've now stopped eating as much beige food and now like really fancy like loads of fruit I'm like scoffing loads of apples and and anything that's um like kind of feels clean um but saying that I still love my my my, my crumpets in the morning um oh but yeah I, but who doesn't who doesn't who doesn't but, um <laughs> yeah no I feel I feel fine I'm just I'm I just I, I don't feel like I'm fully I know no one has ever fully prepared to give birth but I just don't feel like I've kind of like the nursery hasn't even started it hasn't started yet we like you know haven't even knocked anything out yet um so I kind of I don't really feel like it's happening do you know what I mean I'm just getting yeah. a, bigger, a bigger tummy but I don't feel like it's really kicked in if you know what I mean 
Yeah. And what about your birth? So last time round, how was your birth? And do you want to kind of have the same birth this time if you can? Or do you want to do it completely different? Yeah, I had a really good birth, birthing experience with India. Um, So I'm going to go back to the same hospital got the same doctor I'm gonna try and copy everything that I did the first time around <laughs> if only it was if only if it was that easy hey I know, what I know. did you do because it sounds great what did you do the first time around well I I was um well I I just I just had a really good experience like I I didn't I was I didn't have a long labor um and I mean I had a couple of stitches I had like I think it took 20 minutes to get her her out um and then the recovery was pretty good obviously I had to sit in a donut um which I recommend to all new mums if you're going through a natural labour get a blow-up donut to sit on after Um, such a good bit of advice that by the way because sitting down on a loo after you've not to frighten anybody but that that moment it still sort of haunts me slightly uh how about the first poo yeah, no. oh, the first poo. Why does no one tell you about the first poo? <laughs> no. I keep talking about it. I'm like, why did no one warn me? I thought I was going to die. I was so scared. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no one tells you about it. Just like no. Just, just prepare yourself for the first poo. Yeah, maybe DM Binky directly if you want to go into like a real depth <laughs> chat, in depth chat about the first. She's poo. got all of the tips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that was quite scary, but I do. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not scared about the birth. Um, I just pray it all goes how it went with India. But I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. And pain relief wise, did you have any pain relief or? Oh God, yeah. What are those pink tablets called? Pethidin. Huh? Pethidin, there we go. Pethidin, yeah, you can tell I know all about it. Pethidin, yeah. Pethidin. I, 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 I think so. Oh, cocodamol. Yes, Codeine. I yeah. yeah, I think that's what I had and they worked a treat. But you had a really fast labour. That's I mean, mm-hmm. did you go into it with a birthing plan? No. Not no, at all. I, I didn't overthink I mean no, I just I'm really I was really, really anxious about um going into labour pain. Like I'm a complete wuss with pain and I, I wasn't up for the whole hypnobirthing experience. I just wanted to go in. I wanted to know when I was going in, so I was induced. But actually I went in for, I went in to so I packed my bags went in one afternoon and on the afternoon I was supposed to go in and I was actually already two centimetres dilated so I would have given birth anyway so it's just nice and I know some people like look down on that but it worked for me I had a you know really lovely experience you know and I do it again but people are like oh you can't do that but I was I mean it worked for me and India's was great so um I think that's one bit of advice I'd give to all parents just do what you want to do do what makes you happy don't listen to other people and their opinions because it doesn't matter as long as you're happy isn't it interesting that we're we're still taking other people's opinions on how we should give birth and we're still keeping them in our minds it's like it's not anybody else's business how we choose to have to have our babies it's ours and it's our decision yeah Yeah. and actually it's so nice to hear a positive induction story and I know you said you didn't go down the hypnobirthing route but I did some antenatal classes and induction was this like if you have to be induced it's going to be awful and I I was induced with my first and um it wasn't that awful actually the induction process was fine and and I'd really built that up and I was really petrified that it was going to be terrible. So it's, re- it's really nice to hear that it do- actually doesn't have to be. And it's no. if you if you know, if you choose to do that or you go overdue and you have to, it's really not the end of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Georgia is also, we think, part of the Scientologist crew because she doesn't actually make any noise during her labours. So do apparently she kept, put, she kept putting her hand up going. 
My husband wishes he recorded it. He's like, oh, full on, like expected to go into labour and it'd be really noisy and you were shouting. And both times I've been silent. It's like I I can't even get anything out. I'm so internal. Like I'm just internalising it. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what it is. Yeah, isn't that amazing, Binky? Because I was screaming so loudly, so loudly that everybody... Were you obviously feeling in a lot of pain or were you just kind of like just you magically just managed to get rid of the pain and just no 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 I was definitely in pain but I just internalized it you know like so uh, I don't yeah. know what I don't know I'm not sure I mean I'm not going to do it again so I can't even like write notes next time around that's it now so are you done yes so she says <laughs> so she says listen this isn't about me this is about thinking <laughs> Um, you're having a boy this time round. Uh, yeah. Did you know that? Did it feel different at the beginning? I mean, yeah, I felt like I said, I felt way more sick this time round. But I spoke to my doctor about it. He's like, oh, it's all, it's all kind of old wives' tales. Like, doesn't you know, doesn't mean anything if you're feeling sick one t- pregnancy and then not the next. Like he said, it's just you know, it's either it's fifty fifty. You're having a boy or you're having a girl. But I just, I was so I'm quite spiritual as my family are, and so my my mum, Max's mum thought I was having we were having a boy I keep saying I we um we were having a boy but I spoke to a spiritualist on the phone and he was like oh you're having another girl then you're having a boy so as when we did the balloon uh, gender reveal I took the bloody knife out in the end didn't we um when we did the balloon I saw that video reveal, classic just so me like just so me of course my balloon didn't pop um Anyway, when I saw the blue confetti, when we all saw the blue confetti, none of us knew, and I, that's when it really hit home. I was just so excited. I really wanted a boy next. Oh, yeah, and I think that really made like that kind of um, uh, kind of made India understand more what was going on as well. She obviously she's she's excited. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question. Actually, how has she kind of taken to the news? And have you seen any like behavioural changes in her? Is she is she completely on board with it? Yeah, she seems to be. I mean, she's only three and a half. So I, I she now she's actually seeing my tummy get bigger. I think um, she's get, she's understanding. She's talking about baby and she's rubbing my tummy and she's just being really sweet. But she's quite motherly anyway. Yeah, uh, she's she's really motherly. She's very maternal, it feels like. So she's I think she's going to be I mean, she won't change his nappies, apparently. And she won't <laughs> share her birthday cake. And, and that's about it. <laughs> And how do you feel about introducing a sibling? Um, I'm really excited. I th- apparently, you have to get uh, the baby to give the, the sibling a present. Or when you bring yeah. the baby home, they have to bring a present. So we're just trying to work out what um, the baby is going to have got India. I think we're, gonna th- we're thinking of a trampoline just to keep her entertained. When it's, it's going to be a summer baby, so we're going to be outside quite a lot, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, so, but I'm excited. I, I'm just, I just, I'm slightly nervous about how she's going to feel when the baby's actually here and yeah. obviously dividing my time and I don't want her to feel like left out or anything, but I think that's all quite normal emotions, you know, for mummies with two or three mm. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fear is is something that we hear quite a lot, actually. And I think both Georgia and I felt an element of are we kind of breaking the bond between us and our first child? And it's such a, it's such a weird thing to even think now because life just wouldn't be revolving in the way it does without Kit and obviously without Gigi as well, our littlies. So, but you do think that, don't you? You're kind of like you've got such an intense bond with your eldest child, and then suddenly there's going to be a new baby there, and how are they going to react? And how are you? How do you even find enough love in your heart to love two or three or four? But you just do just multiplies doesn't it 
Yeah, I mean, I have heard a lot of mummies with more than one say that you do just, there is, of course, love to give. But you do think, how? How? Like, how? I love yeah. her so much. And then she has all my time. Um, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not concerned because I know she's going to be great. But I'm just, I'm just really intrigued, I guess. Yeah. And did you have any apprehensions when you kind of discussed getting pregnant for a second time round? Did you, you know, I mean, I know I really worried about it and put it off probably a lot longer than I would have. But um, yeah, did you have concerns? What, that India wouldn't be you know, happy? Like, or... when you, yeah, like you were planning to get pregnant. You know, like I personally worried about being pregnant and not having energy to look after oh. a little one, that kind of thing. Um, if I'm honest, no. Um I've always wanted a few children, so Max was like, "Let's get cracking." I was like, "Oh God, okay, <laughs> right." Yeah. Um, uh, and so, yeah, we were. I mean, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a big family. That's not because I'm one of three, and I'm thinking I've got, I kind of want the same well, three or four if I'm lucky enough to have that. We really wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, Max as a stepfather because I'm a stepmom, and it's a really lovely important role um and sometimes it doesn't necessarily go quite right and it can be quite up and down for the step parent and I I just kind of wanted to gauge you know how he is with India and you know if you've had sort of highs and lows throughout the last couple of years well he's known her for over half her life now so you know he was there when she was just starting to walk and speak and I don't think she'll actually you know, she 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 absolutely adores him, and he is incredible with her. I mean, he loves her to pieces. Um, and obviously, I think that's quite nerve wracking when you're when you're single and you're. I mean, I was not ready to meet anyone. I was just very happy giving India all my. You know, it was just me and India against the world. Um, and of course, uh, it's that old saying, you know, sliding doors. What's meant to be is meant to be, and things happen for a reason. I just. I, and I wasn't supposed to go to this birthday weekend. It was a Sunday at Soho Farmhouse. I, like, I don't want to go, I can't be bothered. My mum's like, you've got to go, you've got to go. And I got a message on Instagram from this, this, this lady saying how she stopped herself from meeting someone um, for years and years. Uh, and so she's been single and she's just brought up her daughter on her own and how she, you know, she her daughter's now grown up and going out and doing her own thing. And she's at home and she's really low and she's, and she's like, I've missed out on so many opportunities for my own happiness and so I read that I was like wow okay because I was ignoring Max after I met him for a couple of weeks I really liked him but I just thought like, I don't want to get involved and then I was like okay cool barriers down and it's just been the it's just been amazing I mean I've been I'm so happy and, and she and, and they're, they're thick as thieves those two they're brilliant together and it's just so nice to see yeah I mean it's the, it's the most powerful thing isn't it and that's actually a really incredible journey for the step parent to go on as well because mm. like Max I've known Nyla since she was well, she was probably 12 or 13 months old when I first met her. Wow. So she doesn't remember a life without me. But yeah. um, what, I, what I try and do very much is that I try not to differentiate between, you know, Isla and and Kit and Luna because I, I'd never want Isla to be in a situation where she felt uncomfortable. And I, it's, it's a big yeah. responsibility. It's a huge responsibility, but it's also been my biggest journey in life. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he, he said the same. He doesn't want India to feel any different to this one or any of the other ones that you know, hopefully will come in the future he's like I just, I, they, they're brothers and sisters that's it I don't want any yeah. step in front of that mm. I don't want to hear that they're brothers and sisters and how, exactly how, and how does he yeah. feel about um you know having a newborn in the house 
Well, he's terrified because this is the third Gemini in the house. This was the third Gemini. <laughs> so <laughs> he is absolutely terrified. We've got quite big personalities already in this house, uh, being girls. So he's happy to having a boy. So he's got another man coming. And um, I mean, he obviously doesn't know the baby, the first newborn part. So he's like, great, you, you've got that down to a T and I can help out where I can. And um but it's like I've got I've got it nailed from from one onwards. So I was like, no, 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 you're having to, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to help out, buddy, as much as possible. Um, but you know he's just so great with kids, and I think he's very he's a very um, he's got loads of um, nieces and nephews, and he's just brilliant. So yeah, he's excited. I just I just can't, I can't believe we're doing it. Like I can't believe there's gonna be a crib. I'm in my bedroom. There's gonna be like a crib right next to our bed in a few months. And you know the the waking up at night is gonna start again. I think I've kind of blocked it all out. But you do, don't you? You kind of block all out the first two weeks of of madness. Um, yeah, and then um, it becomes very very real. Have you had yeah. the conversation yet about who's gonna be doing the nights and are you gonna alternate? Yeah, alternate. I think. Yeah, I think. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've got an ease and I just won't mention anything until it's round the corner. <laughs> and then you could just pretend to be asleep like yeah. you can't hear the baby and then yeah. you'll just have to get up yeah, exactly. and get involved. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm going to do. He'll, he's going to have a lovely little surprise. What are you thinking about feeding, Binky? So with India, I uh, mixed from the beginning. Um, she, uh, so Boobin Formula. I'm, again... People don't like talking about that kind of stuff, but I was happy to do both. Uh, India was a very hungry baby. I wasn't producing a lot. And I just, I, and I it wasn't making me happy kind of hearing her screaming at me. I couldn't do anything. And so I mixed with formula from, um, from, from the beginning pretty much. And again, she's very happy, very healthy. I'm very, I was very happy and very healthy as well. So yeah, yeah, I do, I do whatever I want, like feel, whatever feels you know I can do I'll obviously try boob for as long as possible but down to our mental health as well at the end of the day isn't it we'll be right back after the short break hi I'm Vernon Kay and I'm Holly Mackay and we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast parenting past the pandemic brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting past the pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. So welcome back, uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? That's what we always say. You've got to do what makes you happy. Do you find that you get any comments around that kind of thing? And do you talk about it on social media because of that? Um, so when I had India, I think I was never into, um, I was always, I was too nervous to breastfeed in public. Um, and I think I was, I went to Lorraine and talked about it with Christian Lampard about breastfeeding. Uh, and Tamara Eggerson was next to me and she was obviously, you know, big advocate for breastfeeding in public. And, and that's when I was like, I, I, I admire you for doing it, but I just don't want to, I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing it. Um, and there was, and actually quite a few, I had, I had really nice feedback about that because I don't think everyone wants to get it all out in public, you know, it's, it's up to the person again. But apart from that, I mean, I, I didn't really... There was other, obviously there's mummy troll, mummy police in, in any situation like oh your child's yeah. on the floor and you know it's gonna get dirty. There's the most pathetic comments that you get, and I love to screenshot them and put them on my on my stories and let everyone else just go for them, um, <laughs> which, which is probably not the most uh, mature approach. But I don't really care. Um, but yeah, I I'm I I kind of just laugh at it now I don't really it doesn't affect me I think we've been in the industry for such a long time you know you have to have quite a thick skin and when it comes to parent like you know people uh, saying stuff about how you parent that is obviously really frustrating more than anything but I know I'm a bloody good mother and um I'm not going to let anyone tell me I'm not. Yeah. But I bet you get a whole load of comments saying how wonderful you are and what a great yeah. job you're doing as well. And it's, yeah. In, yeah, it's really nice that I think there's such a social media can be, can be a bit dangerous, but it can also be such a wonderful place of support and community. Yeah, absolutely. I've had so many incredible messages. Um, and it's a lot, there's a lot of support on social media as well. Yeah. There's, there's a few trials. I'm like, I don't get many trolls I've never saying this now touch when I don't start getting them but I have been quite lucky but the the, the amount of support I've had since the you know, miscarriage post and then um just becoming you know, like, like loads of support actually so it's been it's been a really lovely thing to have I'm very fortunate to have the following as well yeah. Georgia and I did um a an episode around baby loss during baby yeah. loss awareness week and now that is when you spoke up about your miscarriage as well which was yeah. incredibly brave why did you think it was important to share that story because I know people that have had a miscarriage, not because they've told me, but when I've reached out to them about mine, they've said, oh, yeah, I've, I've had a miscarriage too. And I was just so shocked that they'd never said anything. And, you know, I feel, like, I feel like I've said it before, it was, a, I don't know if it still is now, everyone seems to be kind of, which is great, talking about it more, but it was a taboo subject. And I didn't know anything about miscarriage before. Um, I had no idea how high the stats were. I was Googling everything, which is probably the worst thing to do. Um, so I just wanted to be able to, you know, and I, like I said before, I do share all my up moments on social media. And that's quite a big down that I felt like it's not fair of me just to share all my up moments. I, I had to show, you know, that things aren't always hunky-dory and, you know, it's, it's real yeah. life. Um, and, I mean, that, the feedback, I still get messages daily from these women that have had a miscarriage, you know, they're like, I, I saw your, your post, never thought in a million years it would happen to me. And I've just found out I've had a miscarriage. And thank you so much for speaking up about it because it's made me, especially now I'm pregnant. They're like, it's just so good to see that you, you've got pregnant after having one that could happen for me as well. And yeah. so that's what I'm really, really happy about that. 
obviously it's horrible and you've got to let yourself grieve you've got to let yourself kind of you, you know your your emotions your hormones are going all over the place and 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 I think just to see the light at the end of the tunnel that people can you know you can get pregnant again it's you know not all doom and gloom necessarily it's just um really important for me to share as well yeah and who did you turn to for support when you had the miscarriage um so obviously Max was incredible I think he was just I mean you don't think about the men as well do you no one really talks about the men but he was just so upset I you know found him in bits in our bedroom crying because he he felt so hopeless didn't know what to do because obviously it was you know physically it was my body going through it but mentally he was just he just felt distraught and he couldn't help me just apart from hug me and let me cry on his shoulder so he wasn't I mean incredible and then obviously family I told a few friends but um we got quite a big family who were obviously incredible. So, um, and then obviously the Miscarriage Association, we spoke to them and they said that their helpline went through the roof with people messaging and calling after the post. So that was really nice to know as well. Well done. I mean, seriously, well done because it Thank is a you. bit of a it is a bit of a hidden thing that you just keep so tightly locked up you know with all this sort of mystery around the first 12 weeks of 12 weeks of pregnancy and then you know some people lose their baby later than that and then you're just supposed yeah. to sort of deal with it on your own loads of people don't even know you're pregnant and then you're sort of trying to grieve and function at the same time horrendous that's it and I just had no idea I don't think you have I mean I've had friends like really close friends since get pregnant and and have had a miscarriage and and Max's friends who you know I don't know they've messaged him saying oh my girlfriend just had a miscarriage and you know is there any advice you can give me to give to my girlfriend or my wife is there anything you know so it's just I just think it's it's it needs to be spoken about more but I think it is now which is just brilliant because I was so naive with the with obviously the pregnancy before this one I was so naive that it would just be smooth sailing like it was with India um and of course you know you just oh it's it's just scary you know then going to scans before you can feel the baby kick going to scans like holding our breaths keeping our eyes closed waiting for her to say oh there's a heartbeat it's fine I'm like oh thank god but it's you know pregnancy in any case is never you know there's always gonna be slight anxiety around every pregnancy because you just you know it's still like a it's um you know, without being all down about it, you don't know what's going to happen necessarily in every pregnancy. So, um, yeah, it's it's great to have everyone kind of coming coming together. Yeah, and do you think you mentioned that you'd go to sort of scans, sort of hoping to hear the heartbeat and that kind of thing? Do you think you've sort of treated your body dif- like in a different way this pregnancy because of what happened? Treated my body in a different way. Just like as in, did you, you know, maybe first time around, I know like I was trying to behave like normal and I just oh, yes, trying yes, to go out. Yes. Did you, yeah, try, yeah, you know, yeah. try and relax oh, more? Or? Yeah, so with the with the pregnancy where I miscarried, I mean, I was getting messages from my mum because she was looking at my Insta stories. And I think I was doing like an assault course with India. We were camping and there's like a little kid's assault course. She goes, why are you on that assault course? Get off the assault course. You can't be doing that. You're pregnant. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, it's fine. You know, I was fine. You know, I was doing all sorts that I had in India. I, was, I went to boot camp without knowing I was pregnant with India. So I was doing burpees and I was high intense training. And so, and then again, you're right. So yeah, this time round, I literally just, I, you know, they say be active and you can get on with things. But I just was, I had in the back of my head just to take it way more chilled and slowly. Didn't need to do my um, running or exercise. I just, wanted, I just lay around a lot and just kind of got Max to bring me food. Um but yeah, I, I, might, I might have taken it too far. But <laughs> what uh, with the beige food? With the, bring more beige snacks. Bring them in. Stick <laughs> my finger. More yeah. food. Come over here. <laughs> no, I, I, de- I definitely. Um, 
I just didn't want to risk anything. I was very kind of, my friends were all telling me, stop exercising, just chill. Um, and of course, you know, it's uh, it's just more mentally for me, that was... Yeah, because you just don't know what's going to, like you said, you don't know what's going to happen. And, and we are supposed to be active during our pregnancies and yeah. do what we would normally do. So, but yeah. It's, yeah, I guess if you've but been through you something just, like also that. Also, you, do, you don't yeah. know what, what yeah. caused the miscarriage because obviously you can get tests done on the fetus. Um, but I wasn't going to do that. But you don't, I mean, there's so many different causes of miscarriage. You just don't know yeah. what it is. And of course, there's, so you just don't want to kind of, and they said, oh, you know, the majority of the babies don't have internal organs. There's like they don't have internal organs. They've got one. They've got something wrong with them. That's why you miscarry. It's nothing to do with you. It's what's the actual. The baby didn't have. Yeah. Enough. I don't know. So, so, but you just don't know. You just want to take it, take it easy. Yeah. And uh, talking of fitness, we know how much of a fitness fanatic that you are. Um, just talk to us how important that's been during this pregnancy, what you've been doing, what you've kind of got going on in that space at the moment, because it's quite an exciting time, isn't it? Yeah, so exciting. So I've got my Mama Being app, um, obviously, which I think uh, we've got our virtual show with the baby show. Um, it's a pre processal app. Um, so that's been really helpful because they've got uh, workouts, really gentle, lovely, simple stretches and workouts for at the beginning of pregnancy all through to beyond baby so you've got your more high intensity workouts when you've been signed off by the doctor that you can get back into your burpees and your jumping jacks so um obviously being pregnant myself I've been following the pre-baby pre um prenatal workouts and doing lots of lives which has been great because we're in lockdown there's no gyms open there's no like you can't really get inspired to do anything so when you've got when you're doing a live with other people you can see people joining on and everyone's doing it with you sharing their pictures and their comments it's just been it's been keeping me active because obviously you kind of be like, oh, can't be bothered today. But then you, you put on a bit of music and you get yourself going and, and everyone's joining in. And so it's been a really great experience. And I think it's just so important for my mental health to get up in the morning and, you know, find 20 minutes a day just to do something, to get moving. It makes me feel so much better mentally and physically. Yeah, absolutely. We always say that about training, don't we, George? That if we ever have a bad day or we're ever feeling lethargic, especially during lockdown, when you're waking up some mornings and you just don't know why you're in a funk and you, yeah. you're pissed pissed off with your partner, grumpy with your kids, annoyed with yeah. yourself, and you're like, just go outside, even if it's for a walk for 20 yeah. minutes, it makes you feel yeah. so much better. It's yeah. just it's just it's just a routine, is it? It's the same old routine every day at the yeah. moment, and it just gets boring. And people are wondering why they're feeling so anxious or low, and it's because. Well, so we're in a year-long pandemic now like of course we've got every reason to feel like this it's completely yeah. normal but you still beat yourself up about it I think I'm so lucky why do I feel like this well it's not exactly normal at the moment is it so it is good to kind of keep active like you said and and actually accepting the little things in life that you probably took for granted but going for a dog walk or being in your garden like right now the sun's out I can't wait to get in the garden and just you know make the most of it get the paints out with India and, and actually be outside not slumping around in the house but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, the date I'm looking forward to though sorry George is the 21st <laughs> I know of June say. <laughs> 21st of June back to nightclubs oh. come on <laughs> All the mum dancing. I, I saw a picture on it. Someone put up an Instagram story. And it's this guy, like sweaty guy, breathing over this poor girl in a nightclub. And she's like going like that. And it's like, are you really ready for, for lockdown to be finished and nightclubs to open? Like some like guy on her, like perving all over. Um, <laughs> I just want to do the dancing. All I want yeah. to do is do the dancing binks. That's it. I really can't wait to get back on the dance floor as well. I've got some oh. glorious moves. I need to show you. I've got some glorious moves. We can't wait. We can't wait to see them. <laughs> the twerk. Um, advice, George. 
No, yeah, I was just going to say, you know, there's a lot of people watching this who will be pregnant right now, about to give birth to their first. Have you got any, like, advice that you want to give them or advice that was given to you that you found really useful? Um, I think what I've already touched on it is just don't listen to too much advice. Like, kind of go with your guts. Ask your, you know, I, I have probably three people in life that I speak to about really important things that I actually admire and want their advice. And that's my mum and a couple of other people. And, you know, and I trust their advice. I don't, and I don't really, and if it's not found, like, if, and, you know, I don't like it when people give it without you asking for it. So just basically go with your gut, um, whatever makes you happy. Just, you know, kind of don't, just don't listen to too much advice. And to, um, and to just be excited, I think there's a lot of people that was scaring me when I was pregnant, saying, oh, you're not, good luck, you know, brushing your teeth again or having a shower again. Oh, God, you're going to be tearing your hair out. You're going to have no sleep. You're going to have sick in your hair 24-7. And I was like, oh, great, can't wait. This is really exciting. And then, you know, I actually, I did manage to brush my teeth every day. I did manage to have a shower. Like, you make time for yourself. That's so important to give yourself that time. Yeah. And um, and it's not, and it's, of course it's hard. But it's bloody exciting and it's so and it's just so rewarding. I'm the happiest I've ever been. So for you new mummies out there, it's the best time ahead. And of course, like there are ups and downs, but you just you just you just you can do it. I feel like I need to have right. I feel like we need to have that on repeat. It's Love like a that. mantra. Pinky, <laughs> that was amazing. Oh good, yeah, it was. Before we say goodbye, um, the five sort of diehard products that you can't live oh. without in the Binky household. I loved my Kakuna baby. Uh, India slept constantly in that, and I had it in all the rooms. And I made sure that um, I made sure that she was in the same room when we're having friends over for dinner, so she got used to the loud noises. I didn't put her somewhere quiet because, of course, you want them to be in a room with loud people around, so they don't have to be quiet when you. Sorry, they don't have to be in a, you know silent room at night, so you can have yeah you know. So that was fun. Really important. Yeah, exactly. Think <laughs> yeah. so, you know, fun, have a normal you know, get back to normality um, without them screaming if they hear like a, a pin drop, um, and. The do- the donut, the blow up donut was really important for my, my nanny. <laughs> and um apparently you can get these things uh, the like the cold the obviously nipple balm is obviously incredibly incredibly important, but the you can put like, cold lettuce on your on your nipples. Apparently, I didn't do that. Yeah. Put the cold compresses. Yeah. The cabbage. I put cabbage yeah. in mine Mount and it. I took took them out of my bra and I'm not joking, it was cooked. I'm not joking, it was actually cooked. <laughs> And her husband's vegan, so he was probably tucking into it later. <laughs> loved on. it, loved it. <laughs> Love, oh, lovely, le- lovely cabbage. This George, um, Binky. We'll leave you with that lovely image. Yeah, I love um, that. <laughs> multitasking. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Did you ever give your husband's your breast milk? Oh no! no. Oh no! Not for me. No, no. Max gonna no, get any or no? No, no. no. But I was, I was just no. wanted to know what you were gonna say because I've had a few friends that have like tricked their their husbands with with their breast milk, which is quite mean, <laughs> isn't it? Just quite I never mean. tried it myself. I never tried it myself. No, I didn't. I sort of I regret that because I'm never gonna get to do it again. Oh really? I mean, I mean, too I, old. I, I, I went like that, and it was a bit a bit sweet. But apart from that, I couldn't I couldn't do any more than that. No. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's a yeah. lot. I love that. The end of the chat. Yeah. Binky, it's been an absolute treat for us to sit down with you thank today. You. Um, thank you so much. No, honestly, love you talking to you guys. I want to do this again. Yes. Do it with a baby. Yes, please. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Lots of love. Thank you so Lots much. Lots of love. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye.
She really is one of the most normal down-to-earth girls. I remember having a conversation with her. Um, we were at an event together and she I remember her chatting to me being like, I just, I absolutely love, you know, the way that you are with Dozer and I'm, you know, I'm really looking for somebody like that and how do you know? And I think within months of us having that chat, she, you know, she met and fell in love with somebody and now they're having a baby together and it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Like how your life can just turn around. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think this year for her, you know, like... She obviously had a miscarriage, which was terrible. And then she went on to get engaged and now she's pregnant again. And I think it's always, I guess, when you're in those low, when you're having those low moments, it's really hard to see what the future's going to be like. And I think sometimes when you hear stories, you know, of how someone's life can turn around so dramatically in, you know, in a year, in a year, um, it's nice, it's positive, it's uplifting and... It's just nice. It's just great to see when people are happy. And also finding love again. Like, I really love... I love everything about that. Like, I remember looking at my gran, um, Nutty, her name was, and she was married to my grandpa, Wally, for like, Nutty and Wally, what a great couple. Um, (laughs) For their whole life, they were married. They were together. And then he, he, you know, very sadly died. And at the I think at the age of 75, she fell in love with this man called Gar. (laughs) Great name. (laughs) It's amazing that people are called that. Wally and Gar. And they went on this massive adventure together at 75. Like, he had this boat and they went off sailing around the world together and at the time I remember thinking I was only about nine I remember thinking wow that that is pretty cool you know to do that at that age but that is the magic of love that yeah. it can come at any moment and I think if you're listening to this and you've been through something similar to Binky and you're thinking we you know will I find somebody again yeah you know, to the single parents listening you absolutely never know when love is coming for you Abs- yeah do you know what that's so true and I think as well it can be really daunting when you've got children um to, to even put yourself back out there yeah. and that's what Binky was saying Binky was like uh, you know I wasn't looking for anybody yeah. you know I wasn't interested and then someone just comes along so yeah. if that is something that you really want you, you just yeah you just never know and you need to keep your eyes open I guess exactly and as Luther Andros said <laughs> never too much never too much no we, we won't it's not it's not that is it <laughs> we get a song in didn't we this episode. I'm not sure if that was the right one. That's not it. Uh, all right, listen, um, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast as always. Um, you can also press the follow button as well if you want to be part of it. Um, and please, please, please keep messaging us if you do want us to chat to somebody. We love hearing your suggestions, don't we, G? Yes, we do. And any questions about anything that we've chatted about or anything that we've posted on Instagram, our DMs are always open. So we're on at Made by Mummers and we are going to be back on Friday. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.